0: I'm Branitoba, and you're listening to Branitoba Talks, a discussion podcast. Back for episode 9, babies. I've been away the last week. I've had a lot going on. I'm sorry for that. I really wanted to get back to you guys, but here I am, ready to go. This week, actually, I'm going to keep it kind of easy. I'm going to keep it light and breezy. I really just want to talk about my love of anime and i've got a couple other things i want to talk about that are more geared towards like business and stuff i'll get to those more towards the end right now i just really have been loving some of the animes i've been watching and i want to share with you guys what i've been learning so let's get into it i want to talk about my top three favorite animes and that's really where i'm just going to go with and i hope you enjoy Alright, so My number three favorite anime of all time is The Seven Deadly Sins. It is actually quite a wild show. I'm enjoying it so much. They just put out season four on Netflix. Well, I guess it's like really technically season three if you don't count season three itself, I guess. It's weird how they set up their seasons. Anyway, it's a great show. I really enjoy it just because of how one man's struggle this guy named Meliodas he is constantly running from who he is but when he embraces who he actually is things get fucking nuts okay there's a lot that goes on I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it or that wants to watch it but it's super good okay trust me love it love it love it <clears throat> okay Uh episode Not episode, sorry. Number two on my list, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is one of my greatest favorite animes ever. Just for simply for the fact that they did it so well in hiding information in plain sight kind of thing. Where once you know some of the information, you can look back and be like, holy shit, they literally told me everything and I had no fucking clue what happened. I wasn't paying it or I was paying attention, trying to figure it out. But they literally threw it in my face and then made me feel stupid for it later. Which I actually really loved because so much happened in that show. There's a new season of that coming out right away too, actually, that I'm super stoked on. I can't wait to see it. There's a lot going to go down in it. It's actually going to be the final season as well. So you know it's going to get fucking nuts. Right? After that, their number one favorite anime for me, it's just out of pure nostalgia, really, is Naruto. I don't know if it's because I put in the time to watch every single episode and the movies and stuff and grow with them and emotionally journey with them. The entire cast in there, there's a lot that happened and I enjoyed every second of it. And how the fact that you always, there's always something to top what just happened, right? Especially in anime. Any anime you watch, it just goes from zero to a hundred. Real quick within the first season and then next season they have to top that and then keep topping it. So things just get Insanely out of hand in every single anime you'll ever watch people get so powerful people get insanely crazy <clears throat> There's so much to just that will just surprise you it'll always turn you on your head Hey, those are my top three favorites. I just really wanted to say those really quick because I've been watching a lot of anime In my in my spare time, or like in bed, really at night. Like I said, I've been having crazy weeks. I've been working like twelve hour shifts at work. It's been it's been nuts. I've been trying to get back to you guys, and yeah, so here I am. Like I said, I wanted to talk a little bit about as well, um, some more business mentality stuff that, like I was saying earlier. One thing I really want to talk about tonight is the billionaire brain and how to think like a billionaire really there's a lot of opportunity that people miss there's a lot of opportunity costs that people don't know about there's a lot of networking costs that people don't know about they think they know but they really don't a lot of them i know in my life i've networked with people strategically but it's cost me a lot more in the long run trying to get into that room kind of thing, right? It's always fun being in the room, but it's always even better when you're the smartest person in the room, okay? Now, the one thing that I've always thought was really cool or really special to me that I learned from a lot of billionaires and mentors and people that I've talked to in my life, where they say, if you walk into a room and in the first 5 minutes you don't know who the sucker is, you're the sucker. And that always spoke to me cuz any room that I ever went into, I never like thought about like who's the sucker here, who I still don't really think that, but it's a lot of fine tuning has brought me to a point where I can walk into a room and be like, "Okay, yeah, that guy is kind of like the guy that everyone just laughs at kind of thing." not me hope it's not me usually unless i'm actually acting like that guy if i want to be that guy but there's always tactics and stuff that people use whatever conversation persuasion there's a lot to learn and i think what a lot of billionaires rely on is humility honestly i'll tell you a quick story about sam walton where, if you don't know who Sam Walton is, he is the guy who created Walmart, right? He was one of the richest men on the planet in his time. And the Walton family is still one of the richest families on the planet. So Sam Walton, he displayed extreme humility in his life. Okay, he, not in the fact that he was always giving away to people and shit like that, in the fact that he didn't care what people thought of him. He did so many things that were very humble in ways. He'd go into competitor's stores. He would see everything they're doing right down to like where things are placed. Why are they placed right here? Is this converting better than it does in my store, right? There's actually a story about him that I was reading And so Sam Walton actually spent a night in a Brazilian jail once, if you can believe that, which is wild. Okay. So what happened was Sam Walton was in Brazil. He was visiting some people. And during this visit, he actually went to a kind of Brazil's equivalent of Walmart. And what he was doing, and keep in mind at this point, he's already $65 billion dollars in his net worth okay he's already one of the richest men on the planet and he got thrown in jail in brazil because he was going to visit some guys and he just stopped in at this equivalent of walmart i don't know what it was called but he got thrown in jail because people were there and they called him they called the police because he was crawling on his knees with a tape measure in this competitor's store because he wanted to know how far apart their aisles are and if it corresponds better with sales that's what he was doing he was sitting there, he was on his knees he didn't care what people thought of him this guy's a 65 billion dollar man no one would ever ask him to do that would ever think he would have to do that but he's sitting there he's on his knees getting stuff done because he wants to know he's not sending other people to do it he wants to know and i think that he's humble enough to do that even at a 65 million dollar range right there's guys like that there's a guy named joel salatin actually if you guys know who ty lopez is it's one of his mentors and i was listening to a story from ty one time actually where he was talking about joel before he became before joel became a millionaire with his farms and all that him and his wife lived in there in her parents attic and they knew that they had to work hard and put stuff together and they were trying to keep their bills as cheap as possible so they could put money away to buy their own farm kind of thing. And he was talking to Ty and he said to Ty, he said, over the course of 10 years, we spent $5,000 on cars. Now, whether that be a new car, repairs to the car, whatever, that's what they did. They were humble enough to drive the piece of shit that they had or the i don't know if they had a wagon or what but they were humble enough to have that and keep that and eat shit and eat dirt for 10 years while they were putting money away to buy to buy themselves a better life pretty much and i think that really speaks to a lot of humility as well right there's so many different examples from so many different high achieving people you look at guys like gary vaynerchuk Right, he talks about his entire 20s he never took a day off he was just working 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 figuring shit out and now he is where he is right he he built an entire business in 10 years for his father and then left it didn't take a piece of it when he left he built another business on his own and he's enjoying his life now i think it's really cool was like that. There's guys like, these are all completely different examples too in different fields, right? Like you look at Sam Walton. He'd a Walmart, which is a retail convenience store kind of thing, right? You look at Joel Salatin. He's a farmer. You look at Gary Vaynerchuk. He's in press or not press, but he's in marketing, right? Let's look at like Grant Cardone for a second. This guy is a real estate mogul but he started off as a car salesman he started off as a drug addict he started off as so all these different things but the one thing that every single one of these guys have in common is that they made a commitment right they made a choice that they wanted a better life and they would eat shit to get there every day of their lives okay there's so many different examples like i was saying. I could keep going on and on and on all day long but I'm telling you this now if you make a decision to start a better life and you stick with it you will have a better life okay now having a better life isn't hoarding it over people it isn't rubbing it in people's faces it's again being humble learning what you need to learn getting out there and honestly i think a lot of these guys excuse me they were super humble even all the way into these days right you look at guys like grant cardone he's always been very humble he gets cocky sometimes once in a while i also think he has like super adhd for the most part which is why he gets kind of cocky but he doesn't rub it in people's faces for the most part there's times where he's like i'm the best." You can tell that he's just like, he's building his brand in those moments. He's not rubbing it in your face. He's saying, no, I put in 30, 40 years of work now to grow my life to a better place and a a better opportunity for my children and my wife and all this and all that. Mm -hmm. And I really think it speaks to something in me all the time where I have such trouble building anything I do, any business, anything like that where i just want things to go right and go proper and they don't always happen the way i want them to and i've been doing it for three four years now i've only been doing it for four years i've hated my life at times i've pushed through and seen great success i've pulled back and seen myself been pissed off at myself because i pulled back kind of thing but there's always that ebb and that flow and that learning and not learning there's so much to do and so much to grow in But I'm digressing here. I'm just starting to ramble a little bit. I want you guys to get the importance of this. And it's going to go back to what I was talking about a couple weeks ago. A lot of the times, you have to have the knowledge behind you to back up what you want to do. You can be humble to learn that knowledge, right? And again, learning that knowledge is not hoarding it over people. Don't be a dilettante like i was saying weeks ago don't be that person who has just enough knowledge to be dangerous okay be humble enough to know that you don't know all the subjects and that you want to learn more be humble enough to know that you don't know what you don't know okay be humble enough to know that you know what you don't know be humble enough to know that you know what you know okay that's three different examples i just gave you i explained them all in i think it was episode seven definitely go back listen to that one take a take a minute to think about it what i just said and come back let me know how you can change your life that way okay i want to hear from you guys what happens when you are humble enough to realize you don't know what you don't know okay i'm going to give you one quick example of not knowing what you don't know Because it still confuses me to this day sometimes. And even explaining it is hard sometimes. Now, I know that I don't know how to... uh, Let's see here. What am I thinking here? I know that I don't know how to pull a heart out of a human body. Safely. Okay? Now, what I don't know is if there's a possibility... I don't know... That you'd have to cut a certain cord first. I don't know that I don't know that. Right? Do you know that? I don't. I don't know if there's anything that I have to do prep worthy beforehand. I don't know all the prep to go beforehand. But that's also something I know that I don't know. Okay. Now, I don't know what I don't know is a freaking crazy variable. That you have no foresight of, you have no knowledge of, you have no anything of. Like, I don't know what I might not, what I might need to know to become a plane, a pilot, right? I don't know what I might need, what I don't know. Okay, I'm rambling again. I'm kind of pushing it on you guys, but I really want you to get this concept is don't be a fucking dilettante because it fucking pisses me off not just me it pisses people off when you have one sentence to say against someone who's devoted years to research right it's just annoying as fuck i really hate it i have no so many people that agree with me (laughs) and it's just it's not how you network right hoarding knowledge over people is not the way to network there's oh man i'm getting off track here and i'm just riling myself up again but what i want to say right now is be humble okay be ready to receive knowledge be ready to impart knowledge but again don't be a fucking dilettante okay promise me that promise me That you're not going to be dangerous with your knowledge. That's the only thing that I ask of anybody that listens to me. They can do whatever they want with the knowledge that I give them. Just do not be dangerous with that knowledge. Don't half listen to it. Literally sit there, research your side of it, what you think is right, what you want to believe. And know the opposition's fight better than they do okay that's how a lot of these big senators or debaters and stuff do as well as they do you watch guys like ben shapiro on youtube he is a professional debater he is very good at what he does because he knows your side better than you do in any fucking political landscape you can possibly guess he will argue anything better than you can for and against it he goes in with absolutely every piece of knowledge he can possibly get and he literally will go there for weeks if he does get stumped i know i've listened to him talk about it he sat there for two weeks once because he was stumped on something and researched the fuck out of it and found so much and the next time it came up he was ready he was there he was going boom 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 that's your points that you're going to try to say to me these are my points that I'm going to say to you, right? He he dominates conversation because he knows both sides of the opposition. He knows his side and he knows the opposition side and he knows how to get what he wants. He knows how to trap you in conversation. That's something for a different time. It's more persuasion and all that, but yeah, anyway, I'm rambling again. I'm sorry guys. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm getting riled up, but this week, I wanted you guys to know my favorite animes just because I felt like you guys should know and you should watch all three of those. I wanted to talk about The Billionaire's Brain. I kind of trailed off into humility more so. So I'm going to come back to The Billionaire's Brain in a week or in in the upcoming episodes. I'm not even going to say next week, but I'm going to say in the upcoming episodes because there's so much to learn. There's so much to impart. I want to take you guys farther. And like I said, I want to impart my knowledge. I don't want you to be a dilettante. I don't want you to run and be dangerous with my knowledge. Okay? I'm dangerous enough with my knowledge. I don't need you guys being freaking little bombs going off everywhere. And that's not to say that I don't trust anyone. That's just to say, hey, you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble if you don't think things out clearly and you don't listen to what I'm actually saying. Okay? If you take things out of context, things always go wrong. That's all I wanted to talk about this week. I'm sorry I missed last week. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you guys were here to listen to me. Thanks for listening to the end. Don't forget to join the discussion on Instagram, on Discord, on Facebook, whatever you want. Find me there and I will be happy to talk with you. Okay? See you all next week. Bye!